Arizona Sports, Wolf and Luke. This is Behind Enemy Lines. Gathering intel on this week's Cardinals opponent from inside enemy base camp. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Your retirement is on the clock. Execute your game plan today by visiting canvasannuity.com. We're heading into week 18. There are actually quite a few storylines heading into Cardinals 49ers. Obviously, the J.J. Watt angle. Who knows if this is Cliff Kingsbury's last game as Cardinals head coach. But on the San Francisco side of things, their storyline is they can still get the number one seed in the NFC. Joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line is Cam Inman, 49ers reporter for the San Jose Mercury News. Cam, thank you for the time. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good morning. Uh, I guess let's just let's start with that, the fact that the 49ers are in a position to get the number one seed, and they need a little bit of help from, from Philadelphia, or I guess the Giants is a better way to put it. But uh, but how, how much of a focus is there on that right now? Yeah, I think it's, it, it's incentive enough where they want to finish with one of the top two seeds, right? They're right now seeded number two. So they know if they win, they'll be a top two seed and you know get two home games as long as they take care of business first time. But um, yeah, the fact that the number one seed could still be in play because Philly's kind of doing a face plant here, and it depends whether their quarterback can kind of rally around a good defense in Philly against a bad Giants team where they're not expected to play most of their starters, I would think. So, yeah, I mean, the Niners are going full speed ahead, um, saying that they'll play their their guys all the way through. Uh, that Kyle Shanahan doesn't want to take the you know the foot off the gas and kind of keep going. It's a team that's won nine nine games in a row here. So they want to keep that momentum going into the playoffs and and get moving. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, Cam. You watch it, man. I love watching the team play because they're a very, very physical team on both sides of the ball for the most part. When you talk about nine games in a row now, you guys didn't have a great start, but when you talk about nine games in a row, why have they won nine games in a row in your opinion? I mean, it's a combination of things. <clears throat> Obviously, their defense is playing really well. They didn't play so great against the Raiders uh, last Sunday and had to go to overtime to win that game 37-34. But the defense and Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa should be the defensive player of the year. He leads the league in sacks and quarterback hits. Um, <clears throat> they have a good playmaker at every level of that defense. And Fred Warner's a linebacker, and they have some uh, decent defensive backs in Traverius Ward, Usanga at safety. Um, but then you look on the offensive side, right, and it's, how did they overcome? They're on their third quarterback here. You got Arizona native Brock Purdy going to be making his fifth start now um, in place of Jimmy Garoppolo, who got his job back after Trey Lance uh, broke his ankle in week two. So um, how do they weather that storm offensively? And I, I point to the midseason trade of getting Christian McCaffrey because uh, they haven't lost a game since McCaffrey became their starting running back. And he does so much besides run the football. He's a great receiver, a great decoy. He, he, he's meant so much to that offense. And it's an offense that obviously has other talented guys around it with, you know, Debo Samuel, he got the best left tackle in football in Trent Williams, uh, maybe the best tight end in football in George Kittle. And you have a great offensive scheme that Kyle Shanahan has implemented here in year six. And uh, they're, they're rolling. They're putting up a lot of points. They're putting up kind of, I think it's the second most points in franchise, the franchise has had in, probably the last 25 years. So they're scoring really well. And, and Purdy's been just, he's been, I don't want to say a revelation, but it's been a really fun surprise of how well he's been able to conduct himself uh, with a really high stressful offense with a lot of motions and misdirections. And uh, it just, it, it hasn't phased him and it's really been fun to watch. 
Talking to Cam Inman of the San Jose Mercury News. Yeah, I want to follow up on that with Brock Purdy because he's obviously a local kid from here, went to high school in Gilbert at, at Perry High. Um, you know, I know this is probably the last thing in the 49ers' mind right now, but from the Cardinals' perspective, it's like, okay, who is who are they going to be dealing with in this division next year and going forward? Uh, what do you think he has done in terms of his his future role with the 49ers if he keeps going on this path he's on right now? Yeah, and it's like up here in the Bay Area, I mean, the, the, the 49er world revolves around quarterbacks thanks to Joe Montana and Steve Young winning Super Bowls, and they haven't won one since those guys left. So it's, it's who's going to be the guy? Who's going to be the guy? And, you know, last year they spent so much of their draft equity to get Trey Lance, and we haven't, nobody's seen enough of Trey Lance to form a definitive conclusion. So, you know, Lance will still be in the fold, but Brock Purdy, I mean, the way he's going, he's the starter going into next season in my opinion. And yes, that could change if, you know, he fizzles out here real fast in the playoffs and it's an open competition come training camp. Um, But I I would expect it to be a two quarterback race in camp, but I think everybody knows it's Brock Purdy's job to lose right now for how well he's played. The command he's shown, he's thrown two touchdown passes uh, in five consecutive games since Garoppolo went down with a broken foot. So, um, but it's more than that. And it's more than stats. He has this, um, that innate, uh, the leadership ability, the it factor, the, the hard work, the head down, um, and he gets it. And then on the field, he's a little bit more mobile and just kind of, um, he's got a great pocket presence and he can shift his arm angle the way Mahomes has a little bit. We talked to him a little bit yesterday about his baseball background, that he played some baseball, but then he's committed all the way to quarterback and midway through high school. Um, and obviously his dad played some minor league baseball too. So, um, He's just he's a he's a he's a good kid, and the the whole Mister Irrelevant stuff. Everybody loved to ridicule it for, I guess, his first two starts, and then everybody forgot about it because now it's just like, okay, this kid's a, a legitimate NFL quarterback. Doesn't matter where he was drafted. Yeah, Cam. You know, I believe that every team has a culture. Sometimes it's a good culture. Sometimes it's a bad culture. Um, Kyle Shanahan. Does he have a culture, and if so, what is it? Kyle Shanahan, he's brought in a collection of guys that have kind of, they've been through the ups and downs together, right? So it's not like you you brought in all these mercenaries to to go on a Super Bowl title run. Uh, You brought in some of the best players at their positions, and you paid them as such. And so guys see that you get rewarded if you play at the top level. Um, really high character guys. There haven't been off-field issues with this team outside of Reuben Foster the first year uh, in Shanahan's watch. And then um, it, it's just, you know, he relates very well to players. And, and I'm going to put a lot of it on him because he's changed his staff a lot in the last few years. His coordinators are getting hired to be head coaches in other places. Um, Kyle's very direct with them, but he's also a really good teacher and explains things so that no matter what position you play, he can he can explain it to you, not only your job, but everybody else's job, um, which really makes it so team-oriented. And, you know, like even before, like just for example, like before every practice, um, after they get done stretching, everybody shakes each other's hands, right? And then they form the huddle and, um, you know, then they go on their way. But it's a really good team camaraderie. It pulled them through last season when they, they had to go on a big playoff push to finish the year just to qualify. And right now, you know, they started three and four this year. Uh, they're on their third quarterback, and they're on a nine-game heater. Cam, we appreciate the time, man. Uh, thank you for everything. We'll talk to you again down the line. Thanks, Cam. Okay, have a happy new year too, guys. Not too late to say that. Thanks. <laughs>